The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. You know, I didn't really think about how dark all of that actually is. Oh my is, god! Yeah, that whale is terrifying. No, rewatching it for the first time since I think since I was probably like a teenager, maybe even earlier. Yeah. I cannot believe that people still show children that movie. I mean, that kind of, I mean, I guess that's fun that you've created a memory for her, but now this is a memory that's I don't know if it's not going to be a good one. one. It's like one of those memories, uh, memories that's going to come out when she's in therapy at 26, and she's yeah. like, I remember that day. I remember. I was three years old, and that's when everything turned. That's when the whale arrived. <laughs> yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something that's going to haunt her dreams, and it's going to be your fault, so it told, it, it 100% something is, yeah. to think about. Well, everyone, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've been off the last couple of days. Uh, Part of that was because Sarah was in Seattle and we're going to discuss that. I was. And then uh, also we've been doing some studio upgrades and changing some things around. So uh, still a work in progress, transitioning some some video things here in the studio. But so. if you are a member of the FERC, you can see that we have kind of moved around our video stuff. It looks, I think, the, it looks better. It's it's still not where it needs to be, yeah. but it's a lot better than what it was. Right, it's better than what it was. Uh, yeah. But it's it's uh, it's a work in progress. So this is something that you members of the fun employment. Employment Radio Supporters Club, uh, you'll get to see this stuff because we'll keep these videos there in the archive. You can go in and watch those uh, anytime. So definitely uh, check that out. You can join for six ninety a month. The first week is free. There we go. Oh, the savings. Oh, the savings. <laughs> um, on top of that, today's show, we're going to be joined by our buddy Gabe Dinger. Gabe Dinger's in town. Didn't last time – was it last time or the time before? Because it's been a while since we've had him on when you yeah. guys had your whole like paranormal thing Nibbler going on. Dinger, Paranormal Pals? Oh, Good Lord. Paranormal Pals. Yes, yeah. it's true. We were going to do that podcast of Paranormal Pals where we talked about paranormal stuff. Actually, we have to do an update on that with him today. Like, what's the latest crazy thing? I'm sure thing? that's what he's been thinking about the whole time since he has, like, a thing going on tonight. He's like, oh, but I can't wait to get to Fun Employment Radio and I talk wanna, to Greg about I being Paranormal know, Pals. I want to know what the latest weird thing is that he's been uh, reading up on. Because he has the same guilty pleasure that I do, which is reading up on weirdos. Are you going to – do you have any new stories that you want to tell him? Like, new any new obsessions? Yeah. I've okay. Got a this is going to be very exciting for everybody. I think it will be. <laughs> I think everybody should be concerned. The bottom line is anything paranormal, just be worried. Be worried at all times and be paranoid. Yes. That seems That seems like your life. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> all that's going on. And a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com, clicks on the Amazon link at the top of the page, and all of that stuff. We've got some other stuff we're going to get to here in a bit. But let's talk about Seattle, Sarah, and how you scarred a three-year-old for life. Yes. Well, again, I'm sorry for missing the past couple shows. Uh, so it was my niece's third birthday um, over this past weekend. However, her party was going to be the weekend before. But since Seattle had, like, snowmageddon up there, like, there was still actually snow on the ground when I was there. Hmm. There's still there's still snow, so I wasn't able to get up there for her party. So um, we made it a family thing. Like my mom and dad were like, "Hey, we'll come across on the ferry. We'll all have like a big like birthday lunch for her." What do you do for a three year old's birthday? Do they know what's going on? No, she's just like presents. Holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. I yeah, and they it. have a definite thing that they like. So her thing right now is unicorns. So I, of course, in true auntie fashion, because remember I got her that horrible like singing, dancing Elmo thing. Yeah. For Christmas, uh-huh. so I found this. Amazing flight. It, it looked like something that I would have loved at that age. And my mom even thought she's like, "That is amazing." It's a giant plastic unicorn, or like I guess a, which one has the wings? Is it Pegasus? Oh, that's a Pegasus. Yeah, so it's a Pegasus unicorn, Pegasus. and it's some sort. It's called like Shimmer and Sparkle or something. It's some like kids show. 
and it's a, a unicorn. It comes with a doll, um, and you can put the doll on the unicorn, and then it's, it plays songs and flaps its wings. It's hilarious, though, because the songs are totally drowned out by, like, the mechanical mechanism in the wings. All you hear is this, <laughs> and, like, this low, t- this low thing. So it's driving my sister bonkers, so success. So it's a Pegasus that sings. It's a Pegasus that sings, that flaps its wings with uh, – and it's a unicorn as well. And then it has a little di- doll <laughs> Wait, that so flies. So just throw them all into one? Oh, yeah. It's a unicorn and it's a Pegasus. And it's purple and sparkly. Okay. And Eloise loved it. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. that's uh, – that does sound like it's some kind of torture. It was, it was pretty amazing. I mean if it doesn't make obnoxious noises, if I'm not tired of hearing it twice, mm-hmm. then it's not good enough to give to my sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was there – for her birthday, and then we all, we all had our, like, birthday lunch and stuff, which, by the way, went to this awesome place in Seattle, in an area of Seattle called uh, South Park, which I think you saw. I posted a video on our uh, Fun Employment Radio Instagram, which if you don't follow yes. us on there, Instagram, uh, we're just Fun Employment Radio. Find us. We, like, post, like, silly videos and pictures from our lives. Yes, follow us. And um, one of the things that I was at, we went to this place called Uncle Eddie's. Which like it's called it's a place that my first instinct was like oh like from Christmas Vacation like it has because that's Uncle Eddie right yeah exactly yeah. so um so we're like all right we'll go to Uncle and I guess that's where she had had her like first like they'd gone there a few weeks ago it's child friendly but it's cool mm-hmm. so I went there food was great the the server was really nice and I went into the bathroom. And I was looking at this. I walked in and went in to wash my hands, and I was looking at all the pictures, and it was just the most random smattering of celebrity pictures. I was like, what the hell is going on in here? Like, I look up, and I see, like, a picture of Edward Scissorhands. Then I see a picture of, like, um, Ed Bagley Jr. And then I saw a picture (laughs) of Eddie Murphy. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on here. Hold the phone. What are you up to? And then I looked in this, and in both of the bathrooms, I only took a video of one, but there's at least, like, 15 different framed black and white pictures of different Eds. Like Eds and Eddie. Which Eddie's. is hilarious. Like in the other one, it had Edward from Twilight. They're like just every random just anything, thing. character or person named Ed. Ed Rooney from uh, Fast or from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eddie from uh, Iron Maiden. Oh, nice. Did they the have thing? Ed McMahon? They had Ed McMahon. Okay. They had all – like it's Eddie's, Edward's, Ed's. It was very hilarious. Two things. One, I randomly have a signed Ed McMahon headshot. At home. That seems like something you'd have. Yeah, I, I think my brother got it for me one time. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> cool, I got this now. <laughs> yes. Why didn't you bring it to the studio? I, I should bring it down to the studio, actually. I need to I need to track it down. It's somewhere in my house. I, you think that's worth any money? Maybe. Like, he, if there's a McMahon head out there? Oh, yeah, long time Is he long dead? I think, like, 20 years. Oh. What? I would guess. Ed McMahon? Yeah, I would guess 20 years. 20? I don't think I so. Guess, I would guess it's, like, around 2,000. Wow. What, oh my what would you God, say? I guess that is 20 years now. What would you say? I would say like t- 2005. Okay, you're saying 2005. I'm saying 2000. Oh my gosh, we're both way off. Uh, 2009. Oh. Wow, he made it a lot longer than I well, thought. Well, look I at feel, you, Greg. You're kind of like an ass there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2009. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah. So I went to this place. Worth money. It was, yeah, so it was really cute. Um, I, I always like little, like, knickknacky things like that, like mm-hmm. little kitschy touches. Yeah. And then, of course, Greg is commenting. Yeah, this is what I thought. I'm like, that's a genius thing if you're an Eddie. But what about Greg's? Like, there could be an Uncle Greg's, and I could do a whole theme of that restaurant and just have famous Greg's in there. Well, there aren't very many famous Greg's. Don't I've, look it up. You're not allowed to look it up. You're, if they're famous, you should know them. Uh, okay. Uh, Greg Kinnear. Boom. That's right. a pretty good Greg. That's another one. It's pretty good Greg. Drop. I think he's like award-winning or something. Yeah, stop. stop uh, Greg Louganis. He won a bunch of medals. Who's that? He's a diver. He's a diver who won like a bunch of gold medals. That's somebody that you just looked up. I no, it's see. not. Greg Murphy. 
Um, Who are these people? These are famous people. These are famous Gregs. Look, there's not a lot of famous Gregs out there. I mean, uh, what about Gregory Peck? I can't even think of that one. Gregory Peck. All right, fine. We'll put the Gregories in there. What about Sarah? There aren't very many famous Sarahs. Sarah Paulson? Yeah, there's Sarah Paulson, Sarah Michelle Geller. No, there's a lot more Sarahs. What are you talking about? I don't think so. Sarah Jessica Parker. There's a ton of Sarahs. Oh, well, then we should probably have it. Oh, Greg Sestero? Yeah. (laughs) Greg Sestero. See, there we go. Uh, Greg, Greg Allman. Yeah, we got we got to recruit the almonds. All right, this. so should we just decide? Like there to, were famous Gregs. Should we steal Uncle Eddie's? Which again, small business. They're they're super cute, and they followed us on Instagram after I posted that video. Nice, follow us um, on Instagram. Uh, I think that we should just take take one uh, like something from their playbook and just cover our green room and nothing but famous Sarahs and Gregs. Uh, yeah, I think it, feel like it should just be the Gregs though. It's I feel like that would be Greg Owen. <laughs> oh God, man! You know what? We're kind of lacking in the Greg department. It's um, the more I'm thinking about this. I mean, Greg Kinnear is probably like the number one. There's not a and lot. Gregory of, Peck. Well, okay, fine. If it's 1942, <laughs> yes, okay, then we could go there. Oh yeah, Gregory Peck, Greg Maddox, Greg Maddox. You're looking yeah. them up right now. I am. That I'm looking up cheating. some other Gregs. That is cheating. Greg. Uh, oh boy, boy, it's a little rough. Yeah, Gregory Hines. Shallow aye, aye, aye. Aye. The Greg's yeah, from. there's some athletes named Greg. We got we got some of those, but otherwise, it's pretty rough. Oh yeah, Greg Fitzsimmons, um, Greg Proops. I mean, yeah, those those are two great Gregs. At least Greg Proops. We could we could definitely have him in. <gasps> that would be cool. And uh, Greg, yeah, Greg Barrent. I don't know if Greg Barrent. That's best true. Dressed Greg. Good comedy jeans with Gregs. I'm not counting myself Present in that. I'm saying excluded. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm saying yeah. Greg Proops. Uh, Greg Barrett and Greg Fitzsimmons, like that's some. That's, that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's a, the triple G attack right there of comedy. I don't know what the Sarahs have in common. A lot of them are blonde. Sarah Silverman, except for Sarah Silverman. Yeah, we're just naming Gregs and Sarahs. Yeah, this is pretty isn't much what this compelling? Is. Yes, absolutely. I bet Gabe is super happy to ask to come on, you know, this episode for sure. All right, are there well, more that you want to list, Greg? Anyway, <laughs> so we did that, had a lovely lunch, and then um, you know, since Eloise is three, we're like, all right, let's get her back home. We've had plenty of excitement. She was starting. You know, she'd had, like, cookies and stuff, so she was like, I have no idea what it's like to be around a three-year-old. You've been around Eloise before. You've met her. I've met her, yeah. But, I mean, I'm saying in general going out You've been around our friend's kids who have been three. I don't pay any attention to them. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm sorry. Is that wrong? Should I not say that? No, you can say whatever you want. I just assume they all have germs. Anyway, Eloise was totally on a sugar crash because she had, had, you know, like, her cake. Oh, you're trying to talk over me. You don't want me to talk about this. Uh, No, I don't. Well, th- you're not really contributing anything. You're just don't saying you think you all the children though have germs? That's why I stay away from them. Well, yeah, I think that's how I got sick after the Super Bowl party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's but what Eloise, I assume. I, I will always get Eloise's germs. I love her. She's okay. she's a little mini. All right. So we went back to the house, and uh, my mom was staying the night because she was going to watch Eloise the next morning, and my dad ended up taking off. And so we were having like a, a lady day. Okay. So it was me, my mom, and my sister, and Eloise. Michael had to. My sister's husband had to go work. Okay. So we're like, all right, what should we do with the day? And my mom and we were looking through a bunch of movies that my the DVDs that my sister had, and we're just like, oh, we should show Eloise some of the classics, mm-hmm. some of the classic Disney movies. I mean, that right. we grew up watching, that we were traumatized. I mean, that they were great memories. So we settled upon. We decided that Eloise should watch Pinocchio. <laughs> Which I don't know when the last time is that you've seen Pinocchio, but holy mother of God, that is a disturbing movie. Well, with Pinocchio, the whale is what I remember. Like, and I haven't watched But any- there's so many other points in it that are, like, equally really? as disturbing. 
Yeah. So basically, well, first of all, like every Disney movie from the, I think it's from the forties, from the uh-huh. fifty, yeah, late forties. You know, super racist. Really? Well, yeah. You should. Because I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of these since I was a kid. But I watched a lot of them because we didn't have very many movies. Okay. So we had like Pinocchio, Little Mermaid, we Pinocchio, like a, a Cinderella, mm-hmm. uh, Snow White, Bambi. Like we had all those ones. Oh yeah. So we would watch those over and over. But I don't remember a lot. A lot about them. So Pinocchio, so the story is, you know, it's Geppetto and he's there and he like makes a a wooden boy and then when he goes to bed, because Geppetto's been a good man, he wishes to have a real child and so the good fairy comes down and makes Pinocchio real. sad. It's he's like an the old man carving a fake wooden boy and pretends that it's his. Yeah, and he has his, his cat and his fish and they all are just like a little sad family and he's making a little wooden boy, which so it starts out sad. Yeah. So then Pinocchio comes to life. So he's not a real boy yet. You know, he's just wooden, but he's alive and right. like, sings the songs. Creepy. And stuff. It's super. That creepy. That is super creepy. So then other people get wind of Pinocchio that he's like um, <clears throat> a live wooden he's boy, the puppet, that, you know, without strings. And so they try to put them. Like I, I started missing some of it because I kept like distracting Eloise because she kept getting upset. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'd like play with her for a bit and I'd look back up. At some point, Pinocchio is in like the circus, and then racist part comes in when uh, an Italian guy kidnaps Pinocchio and it is just like you know the biggest stereotype you could ever see and this guy is just eating like <laughs> taking his knife and eating whole raw onions <laughs> I'm an Italian yeah, it is. he's like oh Pinocchio and then he throws Pinocchio into a cage I remember that that freaked me out so this P- Pinocchio is sitting there swinging in this bird cage so he's being kidnapped and being told that if he doesn't you know comply with them they're going to turn him into firewood wow then at some point they go into some what is place. your what is your three year old thinking while she's, she's watching she's kind this? of She's, what was she doing? Was she crying or was she what? Like, she was kind of hiding. <laughs> <laughs> she was watching it and then I missed the point but then like all of a sudden they started turning into donkeys. Do you remember this? No. I don't remember that yeah, at all. One of the guys he was playing pool with and they're smoking cigars. So Pinocchio's smoking a cigar. And then at one point he takes a big drag of the cigar and his face turns all green and he's trying not to throw up. And then the other guy turns into a donkey and then Pinocchio starts turning into a donkey. What the hell? Yeah. So he has these giant donkey ears. I don't remember any of this. No. Giant donkey ears. And so he's going to try to find Geppetto. He's trying to find his dad. He goes back to the house. They're gone. He finds out that Geppetto has been swallowed by a whale and that he's living inside of the whale. <laughs> who, who told him this? I can't I, – I, someone told him. I can't Who remember. wrote this story? I, a broken person. I mean – so he's just walking along like, oh, no, Geppetto, yeah, he lives in a whale now. Yeah, he lives in a whale. He lives okay. in the, like, oh yeah, yeah, he lives. So uh, he lives in a whale at the bottom of the ocean. Okay. And so of course, uh, you know, Jiminy Cricket, who's like the lovable cricket, with oh, yeah. the top hat and stuff, um, is his little buddy. And uh, so Jiminy Tr- Cricket comes along with him because Pinocchio's like, I'm going to go to the bottom of the ocean to find Geppetto. So he takes his, his donkey tail, a cricket. Yeah. Okay. So he takes his donkey tail, wraps it around a rock, and then drops it off the side of a cliff. And they both go plummeting into the bottom of the ocean. What the hell? Yeah. And so they're looking for the whale. Finally, it's a terrifying looking whale. It's just uh-huh. sitting there like all creepy looking on the bottom of the thing. And they're trying to get swallowed by the whale so that, um, you know, Pinocchio can see Geppetto. And then it c- cuts to like in the inside cavern of the whale. And it's like whale bones, you know, like the, like the inside rib uh-huh. cage of the whale. And Geppetto is just sitting there with his fish and his cat fishing inside of the whale's stomach. What? On a, on a like broken boat. Okay. Okay. It's disturbing imagery. That is pretty disturbing. Now, so how does it, he's how fishing is fishing inside of the whale to try and get food for them to eat? Gotcha. 
but he's stuck in there. Okay. So um, at some point, like, Pinocchio figures out how to get in. Like, the whale starts trying to – oh, a school of fish comes and the whale opens his mouth, which he doesn't have those little uh, – what is it? what is it? The flappy things that catch the plankton? Do they catch krill the or whatever? Fleen or what is it? Oh, dang it. You're throwing me on the spot. What do they call those? I, I know it's not spleen, but something that sounds like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's I'm, the dangly sure. bits that like yes. catch the things. Anyway, this whale does not have the dangly bits. Uh-huh. It has giant razor sharp white teeth. Okay. And so Pinocchio goes in and then Geppetto and the cat and the fish are like, oh, look at all the fish. And then, uh, you know, Pinocchio grabs onto the fishing line and Geppetto pulls him in and thinks he's a fish. And they're like, oh, all right. And so, like, they're reunited, but now they all have to get out of the You whale. sound like an insane person if you didn't know what Pinocchio was. Yeah. So now they all have to get out of the whale and they finally escape and they go into, like, this little tunnel. And the whale's chasing them, like, bloodthirsty with these giant teeth. It's so – Eloise was – freaked out at this point. What was she doing? She was just like, no, I don't like the whale. She was hiding <laughs> behind her blanket. And we're like, no, it's a good, you know, when you have to with little kids, like, uh-huh. oh, it's, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. It's fine. Look. And, put it, and then, you know, at the end, she was fine. But the whale scared her a little bit. Yeah, the whale was terrifying. So finally, um, yeah, so they find, oh, and also, after the whale, do you know what they find Pinocchio face down in the water? He's like drowned. <laughs> what? Yeah, and so like Geppetto and, and you know the cat and the fish bring him back to the house, and they're all sad because Pinocchio drowned after With being the wooden boy the, drowned. Yeah, but then the fairy came back and said, you know, that Pinocchio was good and he can be a real boy, and then he turns into a real boy, and that's the end. Oh, that's just so messed up. Yeah. What, did they ever do a sequel to Pinocchio? I feel like there was going to be a Pinocchio two. I don't. That know. happened. Well, where like I don't know what you would do in the second one because then he's a real boy. What do they turn him back into wood or something? But. Um, yeah, that's that's really disturbing. Yeah. That because I mean we would watch Pinocchio and I there was there was a Pinocchio too. Yeah, there was a Pinocchio too. Yes, there was a Pinocchio too. Oh my god! Please tell me the. It was made it. in 2019. What? Yeah, so there's a brand new Pinocchio too. Is it like a horror? Oh no! Movie? It's it's it was made. It's going to be released on February 27th. It's going to be released in a week. Finger on the pulse, Greg. Boom, Pinocchio two. So uh, now he's a real human boy, and he spends his lifetime with his father Geppetto. One day he meets a new girl. Oh, he meets a what? Is this real? This is getting weird. But he meets a what? Yeah, because the other one, the first one was so normal. Yeah, no, because he meets another, uh, a wooden girl puppet. What the hell? This, is, this cannot be real. Walt Disney's 2019 film. It sure looks like this is something that's actually happening. Wait, so now he's a real boy, but he has a puppet fetish? I don't know. I'm so confused. Yes, but now he has a puppet fetish of some kind. I'm not sure if this is a real site or this is like some weird fan site where they want this to happen. I fell down one of those weird fan sites the other night when my friend and I were having a discussion about the origin story of Inspector Gadget. Do you remember Inspector Gadget? I didn't get fancy television when I was a kid. Are you kidding me? We can't even talk about Inspector Gadget? I know what it was. I mean, I'm aware of what Inspector Gadget was, but that was on, like, fancy television. It, stop saying fancy television. It was on, like, Nickelodeon. If you've never or, listened to this, by fancy television, Greg just means something without bunny ears. No, yeah, because, I mean, we didn't have cable growing up, so I didn't get to watch a lot of that stuff. I remember hearing kids talking about Inspector Gadget, and I'm aware of what he is. Like, he's a bionic detective or something. Um, but, he's a detective, uh, and he can, like, say, go, go, Gadget Arms, and his arms get, like, really yeah, long, and then, like, stretch out that. his neck, and he has, like, a helicopter in his hat, and his nemesis is Dr. Claw. I remember Dr. at school, he would, people would say, go, go, uh, gadget arms or whatever, and I would just pretend like I knew what they were talking about, and I'd just copy what they did, but I'd never seen it. Aww. I just wanted to fit in. 
So be like, I'd be, yeah, it's Spectre Gadget. Like when I was growing up and someone would mention like a cool band that I didn't know, I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. I love them. <laughs> They're the best. I'd be, go home or go to a record store and like try to buy something and like memorize it as fast as I uh, could. Like, uh, I'm cool. I need to I'm know cool. who this is. I need to know. Yeah, I was looking at um, – I was trying to find the origin story because I was, ended up talking to actually our buddy Tristan. And we, it, for some reason we were, ended up talking about Inspector Gadget. And we're like, where did – like why is Inspector Gadget the way that he is? Because he lives with his niece, so Penny and their dog Brain. Wait, he lives at his niece's house? No, I think she lives with him or something. Okay. I don't know. There's So I, we were trying to find the origin story of Inspector Gadget. And so I found what I thought was – Maybe the, you don't want to know. Well, I found what I thought was one. And it turns out that it was just some fan fiction thing. Because I'm like, oh, this is what it was. Does so it turn into porn really quick? I think it might have gotten a little porny. I stopped reading. Yeah. There's yeah. some weird stuff out there. But it's interesting if you try to find like where something came from. So, I mean, the internet's full of – People that are making up their own stories. Yeah. So I don't know. This was this was on the spot uh, research. I'm not sure if Pinocchio 2 is Kim a says Greg not seeing Inspector Gadget explains everything. No, you kids and your fancy television. I mean, it just wasn't something that I got to watch. Oh, boy. Well, I'm you glad know. you got to watch Pinocchio. I did see, yeah, because we had the tape. So once we got a VCR, we used to have to rent the VCR because we rent the VCR in town. Oh, yeah. And then uh, – My friend grew up in a small town. city. We'd, we'd rent the VCR at her mm-hmm. house. Yep. We'd go rent the VCR and then uh, – and you pick out a movie. Oh. Weird, yeah. Well, and then so after Pinocchio, <laughs> like I always kept talking about the whale. And we're like, the whale's nice. It's a nice whale. And so we convinced her it was nice. Then we played with, for a little while. And then um, my mom had brought over the original version of Beauty and the Beast. Oh. See, I didn't watch that one when I was a kid. I didn't watch Beauty and the Beast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite. It was just a bit of what ones we had, so that's where we just watched them it's over and over. bizarre. I still know every single word to them. Like, my mom was watching, as my sister and I are, like, repeating every single word, not even the song. She's like, I didn't know you girls loved this so much. And I'm like, yeah, I know every little... Beauty and the Beast. There it so is. That Eloise, was my impression. Like, we're like, that one isn't that scary. So yeah. we'll watch Beauty and the Beast. It's a beautiful story. And then I forgot how... Scary it is to a three-year-old when there's a giant beast who takes this guy hostage and then trades him for his daughter, and he's, like, tearing things up and roaring, and she'd be like, no! <laughs> so, so maybe she's a little bit too—I oh, mean, wait till you show her Bambi. Oh, yeah. Do you, did you watch Bambi? Yes, I, I only watched it, like, once. I loved Bambi, but I wouldn't—I I always hated the ending. I mean, because the ending's just awful. Yeah. I mean, it's awful. Well, it's like The Land Before Time or— I don't remember that one as much. Okay, well, that wasn't on Fancy Person TV, so. It sounds like a Fancy Person show. Ooh. That and your slime show and all that stuff that you guys got to watch. Oh, what, you can't do that on television? I don't know. I just, I just know when I would go see my cousin in the city and she would be like, oh, yeah, they get slimed. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're referencing. But I would pretend like I did. Yeah. Like, that's how I got through everything. I just pretend like I knew. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. That's how most people get through stuff. Yeah, Inspector Gadget, yeah. We're all yeah. pretending. Like, oh, what's your favorite episode? I, you know. That last one was good. <laughs> I would I would do that all the time. That one like, I, don't, I didn't want anybody to know. Something and then Penny and Brain have to go and save the day. And then Dr. Claw is like, no. And then he pets his cat with his hand. And he has like a metal arm. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. One of the fan theories I read about Inspector Gadget was that the metal arm, who's the bad Dr. Claw's metal arm, is actually – Inspector Gadget, and he's like bipolar. Yeah, what's left of like Inspector Gadget, and he's like a droid. Like split personality. Something like that. Mm. There are some interesting ones. It gets really dark. I feel like we should have a screening where you watch Inspector Gadget for the first time. Maybe we have a screening where I get to watch uh, all that television I never got to watch. Nickelodeon shows? Yeah. Just have a Nickelodeon day? 
we could or even have an evening where we could scream somewhere to me. and just call it Nick at Night. I don't think you can do that. I'm pretty sure that's trademarked. Well, we could say Greg at Night. Greg, Greg at Night. Greg at Night. <laughs> Nib at Night. There we go. I guess. I don't know if I like that name either. And then we could play you some like some old episodes of uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. What is that? Exactly. Hey, dude. Salute your shorts. Salute your shorts? That was actually a show? The Secret Life of Alex Mack. No clue. I have no idea what any of those are. Salute your shorts? You have to know what salute. You've heard it referenced in pop culture, I'm sure. I've maybe heard you say it, but I didn't think that was actually the name of the show. Yeah. Clarissa explains it all. Yes. Solid, Trina. Yes. Um, Who was the guy, like, meat, Meat Mouth or something that... Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips. Yeah, didn't we? Uh, we were going to meet him. We were for an supposed interview. to interview him, and, and then he didn't show happened. up. Yeah, he was like busy flirting with with some ladies. But what was his claim to fame? Don- he was on Salute Your Shorts. Donkey Lips. Oh, he was on Salute Your Shorts. Okay, yes. that's well, I know it. That's yeah. how I recognize it. Uh, or <laughs> Meat Mouth. Um, meat Mouth is the worst thing. Ever. We get. We could do that. We could do a night of, of screening then, so I could see what I missed out on. Find old Nickelodeon. Do we have the oh. slime one? And are you afraid of the dark? Oh, that was my favorite. What's that? It's um these get, like these dorky kids all sit around a campfire and they're like a club and one of and they take turns each week. One of them tells a scary story. So basically, they're just at the beginning and at the end, and in the middle is like a story. Okay. The, the, like a telling of the story that they're telling. Okay. It's pre- it was pretty great. I think that's what started my love of horror movies and that kind of stuff because it's. Like, you know, evil dolls and haunted houses and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't get to watch any of that. I mean, I would just watch 3 to 1 Contact and uh, and then a lot of reruns. Wow. Yeah. I got to watch the sitcoms at night. That was our that was our stuff that we got to watch. Oh, my gosh. Trina just wrote 15. You are the only other person I know that remembers that show. 15 was like their supposed like um, – it was like their teen drama kind of thing where okay. uh, they were – in high school, but like dealing with things like abortion and Whoa. teen pregnancy. They did that stuff? Oh, yeah. Abortion and teen pregnancy were part of the... It was edgy. Nickelodeon was so cool. I thought Nickelodeon, yeah, was just like kids shows. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Well, see, I've learned something right there. Yeah. So anyway, no, I'm. we're not monsters. Eloise has seen many other scary movies, but it was just funny. And she also likes to put on a show. She's, she slept just fine. I wonder where she gets that from. She's a bit of a drama queen. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, she likes my the. Sister she does, loves attention. My sister does tell me she's like, God damn, she reminds me more of you every day. Like, yes, everybody, look at me. <laughs> I could imagine you were a total. I love drama you. Queen you I don't love you. I love you. I don't love you. <laughs> yep, that explains it about? all. Yeah. Well, at the end, right. she yeah, she loved Beauty and the Beast. It was it was just fine. It was, and then my mom and my sister and I hung out and ate pizza and watched a couple of Lifetime movies. Watched a great one called Killer Reality about a murderer on a um, – on like a bachelor kind of reality show set. Oh, my god. Your family is so strange. I love it. Um. <laughs> and then I got to take the train home and I didn't have anybody sitting next to me on the Amtrak. It was like the most luxurious I have ever felt. That's always good. Yeah. It was one of those like super um, like extra legroom ones. My uh-huh. feet, I had so much legroom I couldn't even touch the seat in front of me. Wow, it was pretty shishi. I had that happen on a flight once where there was like like a bunch of rows were empty, like ten, fifteen rows, to where everybody on the flight got their own section basically, 
It was amazing. Oh, wow. I mean, that's that's when I'm like, okay, now I get why people want to take a private jet. Yeah. Because it was awesome. I had like three rows either direction. I'm just stretched out. And then like you'd, you'd get way, up like – off. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've taken up all three – all three seats, and they'd be like, eh, let's go try the other side of the plane. Would you take your shoes off on a, pl- on a train? <gasps> okay. And oh. We need to explain the shoe off thing. I'm not walking around with my shoes off. If I was on a train, are we talking about in a private car? No, you're on a train like what I was talking about. So there's like other there's people nobody around. sitting next to me, but there are people around you. But there's nobody sitting right next to me? There's nobody sitting right next to you. But other people could see Can they feet. see it? They can see me? Yes. Uh, if I can get away without them seeing, yeah, I totally would. I'm not going to get up and walk around. You never walk around with your shoes off. small, enclosed. Like, trains are even smaller than My planes. feet don't smell like that. How do you know you can't smell? Well, that's good enough for me. I've never heard complaints. No one's well, complaining about my feet. pointing out the fact that your feet smell. I mean, when's the last time you told a friend that their feet smell? Um... I'm not a lot of I, – I don't know. I don't think I have a lot of friends with smelly feet that I'm aware of. I've certainly told like – I do if I'm wearing chucks during the summer without socks. Ooh, that's you got some good. smelly feet? I do. That's why I wear socks on the – if I don't wear socks. If I wear socks, I'm fine. Is that why you get mad at me when I don't wear socks? No, I get mad at you because your feet smell. My feet don't smell. My <laughs> feet do not know. smell. I think it's jealousy is what we're talking about. It here. is maybe a little bit of jealousy. Other is that really wear... what it is? So that's why for years you've made fun of me when I wear sandals when no. it's like 9,000 degrees oh, outside? Oh, God, no, no. I've made fun of you for your sandals because your sandals are hideous. They're like the worst. Not the worst. I don't think this is, I think that's biased. Yeah. I think it's fine. You know what I did see someone doing when I was waiting for the train that is the most disgusting thing I've seen in a long time? That doesn't involve, you know, like pooping on the street or something. <laughs> there was a guy, and this wasn't for this particular train. This is for when uh, my sister and I were taking the train into the city. And we were waiting on the platform and surrounded by people, most of which I guess had headphones on because everyone's commuting, you know. Yeah. There was this guy that was just standing there waiting for the train. It was a full platform because it was early in the morning. It was like commute. So it was like 730 in the morning. So it was like when everyone's commuting to work. Mm-hmm. This guy was just standing there. And clipping his fingernails Ew. in public. No, I, I highly disagree with doing that. He was just standing there and it's echoey because it's like really quiet. In the, oh, so everybody had to hear that. So my sister and I are talking and then I hear this like, you know, the click. The yeah. click that you know, the click. Uh-huh. Click. And my sister, I'm like, what is that? And she's like, it sounds like someone's cutting their nails. And we hear it again. And so we're trying to pinpoint where the sound is coming from. And finally find this guy. It's just like smaller, older Asian man in like all black and like bright white shoes. And he's just standing there clipping his oh. fingernails. And he's just standing there and just going clip, clip. That's really gross. Clip. And it probably went on for about three or four minutes. I don't – I can't nah. even imagine. I don't know how he didn't run out of fingernails. My sister and I like, how many fucking fingers does he have? It yeah. went on forever. And finally we're looking around like – does anybody else see this? And we saw another guy finally further down the platform. He's just looking. He's like, ew. <laughs> My, Heather and I looked. We're like, right? Because nobody else is listening. They all have their headphones in. All right. What's grosser? Somebody clipping their fingernails in a public setting like that or somebody walking around on a plane barefoot? Barefoot. No socks. Barefoot. That's more gross for them. Clip, clipping your nails. That's leaving parts of your DNA everywhere. Okay. That's disgusting. So the barefoot thing doesn't doesn't bother as much. 
Well, I mean, that's gross for you. Who knows what you're picking up through like this, the skin on your but feet? But it's not gross for the other person. I mean, it's gross for the other person too, okay. but that's more disgusting for the now person around. You make a good point. Around. I was trying to think of a good comparison for that, and that's, uh, that's the best that I can come up with, and it uh, doesn't really compare. So. Right, Vicky said she had a coworker who used to do that. Oh, that's no. In what world does anyone think that's okay? Okay. What's worse? Oh, God. Someone clipping their toenails in public like that. Toenails or fingernails? Or fingernails. Okay. Or the person who will say it's say it's in a work environment, or the person, like at a desk, like I'm sitting here clipping my nails right yeah, now. Yeah, or you real are annoying. You are yeah. yeah, or the person who cooks fish in the office, like microwaves fish. Oh, that's a toss up. So which is the worst person? Oh, yeah. I mean, in real world, I think those two same, should but, be get married. Yeah, well, that's a that's an equal. What's a what's worse? What would you be able to tolerate? How close am I to where the fish has been heated? Same distance as the fingernail clipper. Like the same person comes back and they have, they're eating the hot fish like right next to you. So they've microwaved it near me. Yeah. So that's already in the air. And then they're also eating it next to me. Yeah. And the fingernail clipper, or is he trying to like they're going hoard his fingernail? They go. They're just going everywhere. They're going everywhere. Just ding, ding. You know, when tings off the can of Coke you're drinking or something. Yeah. I'd say hot fish. Hot fish is that, worse. Hot fish seems, is worse. That, that seems like it's, it's going to last longer. Because the guy eventually is going to run out of fingernails. Yeah, but those little p- shards are going everywhere. Like you don't know what they got in. They could have gotten your coffee cup. What could happen is I could leave and take all my stuff with me and wait until it's over, then come back. But that fish smell is going to be lingering. Yeah, that's, so that's going to be a worse hot person. Yeah, and then it might like attach to me. Like I'm always afraid that if something's stinky, it's going to like get in your clothes, and then you start to smell like it. Interesting. Huh. What would you What would you think is worse? fingernail clipper? Yeah, definitely because I don't know where they're going. It's the It's the unknown. Like the smell will eventually go away, but the fingernail clippings, I don't know where they've landed. And like I've got to clean everything. <laughs> Kale says fish is delicious. Get that fingernail clipper the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. not saying fish isn't delicious. I'm saying no, but someone in a closed – and- Other people's hot fish. In a closed environment with somebody else cooking hot fish in the same room and then eating that said hot fish. Yeah. That smell permeating everything. Mm-hmm. That's okay. just me. That's – all right, so you're a hot fish hater. I and I'm a fingernail clipper hater. Yeah, well, I mean, I like eating hot fish, not in small. Well, yes, I like spaces. hot fish too, but the, yeah. in this context, no one's the no one's going to write you and be like, Sarah, how dare you not like fish? I heard what you said. How on dare the you show. not like that hot fish? And I don't think I can listen to this show anymore. <laughs> All right, I know we we need to take a break here in a minute because I believe our buddy Gabe Dinger is going to arrive. Yeah, he was here running shortly. a few late, but I think he's okay. Yeah. Well, before we do that, though, I want to say thank you to one of our other fine sponsors, Blacks. Pest services. Oh, is it? Do I get to go on a ride along soon? You need to write Sarah at Black's Pest Services and get that set up. That's a famous Sarah. We can put her picture on the wall. Yep, that works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so Black's Pest Services, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Seriously, they are awesome. They've, I mean, I highly recommend having them come out to uh, to check up on your property, just give an inspection, let you know whether things are good or bad. And it's been great hearing from some of our listeners who have. Are you going to read Susan's or am I? Yeah. No, I want to. Yeah. So <laughs> Susan uh, wrote in. And she's like, um, well, okay, go ahead, sir. You can do it. No, you can do it. Okay. She said that she was looking for a pest service company, and she called five different ones. And um, to come out for it, she just thought she had an unknown creature in the house. Yeah, her cat brought something into the house, and she wasn't sure what it was, and then it just kind of scurried away. Yeah. So so horrifying. And (laughs) most of them wanted like 250 bucks just to come out and take a look. And then she remembered Black's Pest Services. And uh, she said he came out. He took care of it. They found a little baby bunny 
was what the cat had brought there in. There was a little baby bunny underneath her couch. There was actually a video of it, too. They took video of the ba- The bunny got out, and it was fine. Yeah. But they took care of the problem. Um, and she said, I was just so impressed with him and the professionalism and the willingness to go above and beyond. Just wanted to let you know. And just talking about Black's Press Services and what a great experience. My favorite thing is I'm proud of Susan because she said the worst part uh, before she called Black's Press Services was the fact that she had to, she had no idea what her cat brought in. If it was like a rat or whatever. I mean, little baby bunny is like the cutest out of right. any anything that could have been brought in there. But she didn't know. And she had to spend that night knowing there was some sort of creature in my house, which was really <laughs> creepy. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And the little baby bunny was fine. Yes. It was flushed out and, and left. But uh, they came out there to help handle that. And so they're, they're just great. So I highly recommend recommend giving them a call, Black's Pest Services. They are uh, great sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, and we do appreciate them greatly. We They're absolutely awesome. do. Blackspestservices.com. And yes, Sarah may be going on a ride along here very soon. Awesome. Yeah, we'll get that set up. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break while we wait for our buddy Gabe Dinger to arrive. Let's do it. You mean your paranormal pal? Paranormal pals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, we'll have him here in just a minute. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And also, anyone, if you have any um, stories that you want to send about um, movies or things that you've shown uh, either your children or your nieces or nephews, that you're just like, okay, well, this didn't have really hold up. Have you scarred people? Have you scarred your child or your friend's <laughs> child or your sister or brother's child? Let us know. Because I find that shit hilarious. Send us an email, funemploymentradio <laughs> at gmail.com. All right, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. I thought it was just a nice warm applause. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sarah, we start off. Sarah's glad I'm here. I'm Greg super is not. It's our new thing no for, for Fun and Radio. No, because I've started editing. I saved editing. my clapping for the end. Yeah. That's Greg used to edit decision. all the shows, but now we transitioned to where I'm editing them, so I have to see like where the breaks are. Uh, yeah, and so it's easier if there's oh, a big spike. Oh, and with the filming, too, you got to get the... Mm-hmm. Right. Get the yeah, spike. For the spike of it. Welcome yeah. back to Fun and Radio. <laughs> we are now joined by Gabe Dinger. Hello, Gabe. Hello, guys. Hi, Gabe. It's so good to be back. So nice to have you back in town. I'm so excited to be here and be spending <laughs> some time with you guys. Yeah. Well, we were talking at the beginning of the show. Gabe, do you remember um, the show that you and Greg had come up with? I was talking about it over lunch. I don't remember the exact name, but I remember. Uh, I remembered it today. It's uh, Paranormal Pals. I was just yes. going to say, I feel like it's Paranormal yeah. Pals. <laughs> paranormal Pals. Because I actually, at, I think during that show, I reserved that URL because I'm obsessed with URLs. I got a problem. Greg and does. He hoards URLs like shoes or something. Like he has yeah. so many of You'd them. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I had an ex who had a hair care company pay her like 10 grand for for a URL that she just happened to have. That's what I'm hoping for. Like someday <laughs> like the, the payoff's going to happen. Right. Um, but, but Paranormal Pals. Actually, I did have somebody write write me though. And they were like, hey, we're doing this movie in – I was somewhere – Somewhere back east, I think it was like New York, it was like a like an independent film. They're like, we want that URL. Will you just give it to us? And I was like, mm, no. Yeah, <laughs> I will sell it to you. Depends who's starring in the movie. What's yeah, your exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we really miss the bus because now there are like so many paranormal podcasts. Like Tons of them. We uh, we could have been ahead of the curve. Now, what would have been the focal point? Because I think you discussed. Alien? No, mostly Bigfoot. Right? Well, you know, I think that was no. when because I think that was right around when the election happened. Because I was talking. It's been about a while that. since we've had you on. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been been gone for. <gasps> been in California. I, I betrayed Portland, the city of dreams, <laughs> or the state of dreams, or whatever it is. But I think it was the uh, <laughs> Trump time traveler conspiracy yes. that. 
yes. that was going around at the, the time. The meddling time traveler. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. meddling the, time traveler. He was trying to prevent the the new American Civil War. And, right. And boy, I mean, that. <laughs> he did a that yeah. crap theory job just of that. really. <laughs> Man. Whoever created that conspiracy is just like, ugh, that was my shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was my jam. That time traveler sucked. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, yeah, I think that's what it was. It was something along those lines. Because then we got into like Mandela effect and all of that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I always find that fascinating. I love mm-hmm. it. I, one of my roommates, when I moved into my apartment in LA, told me that our apartment was haunted. Our, our specific like apartment, like your exact yeah, where we yeah. live. And uh, my problem with that is like our apartment was built in 1987. <laughs> so like, yeah, so what's that? Like what ghost is you know like just Jeff from down the hall? Is- yeah. <laughs> Just doesn't want to leave. Yeah, cursed to wander the pool area. <laughs> Overdosed on Coke in 1989 or something yeah. at a party. <laughs> His unfinished business is the series finale of Cheers. Like, does Diane come back or not? <laughs> I'm still running my treatment. It's <laughs> <laughs> the silliest thing. And I don't, I don't think it's haunted. I think you can just hear the people above us. I think that's – You're confused. able to suss that out. Yeah. yeah. I, after a few weeks, I was like uh, – I'm pretty sure that's just the echo from the apartment. <laughs> that's just them stomping. It's <laughs> not on. Yeah. Are you still in that same place? I am. Awesome. I am. I, I am uh, I've been comfortably living in a living room for two years now. <gasps> I love it. Following nice. your dreams. Oh, it's uh, it's the best. It's, you know, I have a balcony attached to my bedroom. It's beautiful. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you like living in LA? I like it. It's, uh, you know, I, I was and here. Because you're a Portland native, correct? Yeah, yeah, I was here my entire life. So, you know, seeing the sun year round. Yeah, is, is it strange? It, it is. Uh, when I first moved out, I was walking to a little corner coffee shop one day. And I was like, God, I'm in such a good mood today. Like, <laughs> nothing's even happened. What am I so chipper for? And I looked up and I was like, oh, it's November and the sun is out. That's <laughs> oh, why I feel. No, Greg and I actually D. bought yeah, we bought a bottle of vitamin D pills for the studio. Yeah. Like, all right, it's another gray day. Let's pop like, one God, of these. God, why are we so depressed yes. right now? It's like, oh. Like, things are good, but I'm not happy. Yeah. Oh, it's been raining that. for 73 straight days. Well, That's and wild. I used to think, like, to me, I was like, seasonal affective disorder is just amazing up mm-hmm. thing. It's people who don't like rain don't want to make an excuse. So they just say like, oh, it makes me depressed. You right. Know, like, like I don't like chocolate, but it's hard for people to hear that. So sometimes <laughs> I just say I'm allergic and they're like, oh, that's so you a don't shame. have to have a whole oh, conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. otherwise, yeah, it's like, what do you like chocolate? Yeah. What's, yeah. What's your problem? And so I thought that was seasonal affective disorder. And now I'm like, no, it's real. <laughs> it's, <laughs> if it gets dark too early, I'm like, I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> so did you just come back to Portland in a cloud of sadness? You're like, oh, here I am. Uh, a little bit, but it's been kind of sunny. Like yeah. it, there's yeah. rain and, and bits of sun. So at least it's not icy. That, oh, was, yeah. that was my big fear. How long are you staying in town? Because you've been here for a few days, right? Yeah. I, I got here last Thursday, so a week a week total is, is So if somebody saw time. somebody that looked like Gabe Dinger walking around, it could in fact have been him. It, it probably was. It could have been Gabe <laughs> what do, you, uh, do you have specific things that you do when you come back to Portland? Yeah, a little bit. You know, uh, a lot of my friends live in L.A. now, so that makes it kind of easy as far as, you know, I see my family, but visiting is pretty easy. Um, I go to uh, this pizza place called Pizza Baron. It's on 122nd and Division. Nice. Uh, it is classy. Yeah, very classy. It's got a bunch of like tchotchkes on the wall and nice. stuff. And it's just since is that I. Is that near the rumpus room? 
It is near the <laughs> Rumpus Room. <laughs> I have some friends that live out there. I'm like 122nd. I think I'm familiar with this. Yeah, I, yeah. I. Oh yeah. When I first turned 21, the Rumpus Room, the Powhurst. I mean, those were. Oh, there's some quality. <laughs> it's still classy out there. I think there was just like a shooting outside of TikTok. Of course, oh, of course yeah. there is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's whenever people are like, "Oh, Portland, you must miss it so much." It's like <laughs> my neighborhood is the only place in Portland that has gotten worse. <laughs> like everything else gets better, and the nice little suburb I live in is just. Like it's all pot shops now, yeah. Which is good because they were abandoned buildings before that. But right, I'm like, no, my Portland looks worse. <laughs> oh, that's a different. <laughs> <That's laughs> they don't show this on Portland. Yeah, <laughs> all the people that couldn't afford to live that's been gentrified is not. That's my neighborhood now. It's reverse gentrified. <laughs> well, how much are you on the road now? Pretty, pretty consistently. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, I travel with Ron Funches quite a bit, so we go out. You know, two, two, three times a month. And, nice. Um, so, yeah, staying super busy with that. Uh, I got to open for his, his Comedy Central special. Nice. Which was super exciting. Yeah, it, it was, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait directed it. It was, like, it was wow. really surreal. Like, Did you ever see his Bigfoot movie? Willow Creek? No. Oh, it's a solid, solid film. But Shakes the Clown? I don't think I've seen that. It's It's one of his earlier movies. It's... They're clowns. Yes, I think I have a long time ago. But it's ago. it's really it about stand up. Like it, the movie itself is about stand up comedians, but they use clowns. Robin Williams plays a mime, uh, a mime teacher who's an improviser. Adam Sandler's in it. Bob, uh, uh, I'm going to get his name. Tom Kenny, uh, the voice of SpongeBob, is yeah. in it. Oh wow, he's the bad guy in it. Wow. Well, I know what I'm watching this evening. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> the whole movie's on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Julie not this Brown? evening, early in the afternoon, because this evening, of course, I already have plans because Gabe Dinger is going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Helium Comedy Club tonight you say. at eight p.m. At eight p.m. Get your tickets. Does this movie have Julie Brown? I is that like so, Downtown yeah. Julie Brown? Uh, is that the same Julie Brown? It may be. Like the VJ. Oh yeah, that's I remember that I name. To see I mean, it's ninety one, so I would assume that it probably would be. I think Julie Brown isn't she now like a Fox correspondent? Oh, probably. Or I think they all like turn conservative, don't they? Yeah, there. Or maybe it's Kennedy. I'm thinking of that. Ended oh, up being yeah, super, Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I think she might be. Oh, Kennedy. Yeah, she's yeah. Of yeah, she became. Oh my super god, that's how we date ourselves. Like in Daisy Fuentes. <laughs> uh, no, she is not downtown Julie Brown. That's a different one. Oh, okay. All right. They, apparently, that's. And then very who was the guy from The Grind? Do you remember that guy, mm. Eric something or other? Yes. Uh, why do I remember? I wish I didn't remember that. Yeah, I thought you I didn't have like fancy guy. cable, but you remember him? <laughs> no, that was in high school. That's when I could go – high school and like college when I could go to a friend's house who had, had uh, cable. We are talking about how when I grew up because I was out in the country, uh-huh. I didn't have cable. So everybody talking about like their Nickelodeon shows and their Inspector Gadgets and yeah, all that. Yeah, I was talking to like, him about Inspector Gadgets because I was trying to find the origin I story of him. He's like, I, d- I never saw that. I, I, th- but, I never got to see that stuff. Uh, I saw a little bit because my grandparents and my dad had cable. But yeah, my mom, she was like – no cable. So I never, I was always never net, see it. network TV. Look at yeah. you, paranormal pals. You have some stuff <laughs> in common. So you watch enough network TV. Yeah, you have to start coming up with some other things to yeah. entertain yourself. Use your imagination. I, I love network TV. I mean, yeah. I still do. <laughs> like game watched a lot of OPB. And... Did you? Yeah. Oh, see, I was all like, I was like, Spin City, Drew Carey show. Like, oh, yeah. I had mm-hmm. my sitcoms like yeah. every, every night. Um, oh. Yeah. I love in this. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the um, at Helium's write up for your show again. That's uh, tonight, February twentieth. What's a Wednesday? Helium Comedy Club. 
It says Portland's native son, Gabe Dinger. <laughs> I wrote that. So oh, just want just so anything you make fun of that, you're making fun of me. I love it. I think that that's a really good description. <laughs> the native son, Gabe Dinger, is coming home for one night. This is awesome. So one of the first local comedians to work at Helium, Gabe, since moved down to Los Angeles. Uh, while this hasn't happened yet, he falls his time traveling around the country. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And it's been a while since you've been back to Portland. Yeah, I you know, I came during the holidays and did some little shows and then I did the Undertow Festival. Uh, oh, the one on the coast? Yeah, yeah. I did yeah, that so when it happened. Cool. Um and then, you know, and with traveling with Ron, it's kinda and then we did Revolution Hall before that. So mm. so yeah, as far as like doing doing big shows, I kinda like to you know, come with my, my buddy when I can. <laughs> with the uh with the traveling around, what's the weirdest place you've gone to? Like, is there are there some places that you've been where you're just like, yeah, I prefer not. To I mean, not that you want to. I don't know. I if mean, I don't. Yeah, also want to get well, book. Yeah. What's the strangest city? Uh, the well, the strangest time I had in a city is so when I go to towns, I like to go to a comic book store in town mm-hmm. and just check yeah. out their their comic shop. And so in Jacksonville, Florida, I walk to a shop, and about five minutes into the walk, I'm like. Oh, I'm in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> like this isn't a walking around kind of neighborhood, but it was too late. I was already committed. So I get to the comic book shop and it's it's fine and I'm looking around and all of a sudden this guy bursts in the door and like I don't know his story, but I get the feeling he was homeless. Yeah. I just get a yeah. very got a very right. homeless vibe from him. Uh but it was hard to tell because he was bleeding from his face. And quite, oh, dear yikes. quite a bit. And so he goes to this poor nerd behind the counter and he's like, give me your phone. I need to call the fucking cops. Like he gets real serious. And the nerd guy's like, well, I only have a cell phone. He's like, well, give it to me. <laughs> and so the kid gives him the phone and and the whole shop is like frozen. And so like I'm watching this happen and then I start looking around and there are all these like, you know, nerdy like small dudes and they're looking at me like, hey, you seem to be like the the alpha here. Are you going to do something about it? And I look around and like even the clerk is looking at me and I, I'm like, oh, they want me to do – and I just slowly walked out of the door and walked – and the cops were coming. Like the guy did call the cops right away. But but oh, that man. was the the slightly like ter- – and it was like, of course, Florida. Of right. course, it's that a Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and then at that same place, the hotel we were staying at, I swear – Ron and I were the only people at the hotel. That's strange. Yeah, so it was just this odd, eerie silence. Yeah, Anytime I don't think I've ever stayed in a hotel like that. Yeah, where there's not anybody else there? I mean, there may have been. Mm-hmm. But you didn't see anyone? Yeah, you didn't I see them at all. one of those on, when I was in Lincoln City at the coast. Like, we found, like, a couple of my girlfriends and I found one for, like, $50 for the night. And it was that same thing. This creepy hotel, nobody else in it. Yeah. It just feels so murdery and isolated. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's like that weird thing where you don't want like people right next to your room, but you want someone like two doors down. Exactly. Right. Just, someone just to hear the screams hear if it's scream. necessary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or it's like everybody knows something you don't. Right, like, right. Like, oh, this has been written up. Nobody's going to be staying here. <laughs> we got two that are staying here. Like, yeah, there's there's something off about that. Just but, a little bit. But there, yeah. you know, oddly enough, there are more surprisingly like places where you're like oh I wonder what it's going to be like and then you're like oh my gosh this was amazing yeah you know Salt Lake is always you know I love Salt Lake it's one of my favorite places to do comedy because you have all these you know former Mormons who are just like 
we want to yeah, give me anything. laughter. But they they don't want anything too edgy. So like I'm that perfect. I'm like the Fonzie in in Salt Lake. Salt Lake. They're like, whoa, this guy, pretty cool. <laughs> but not too scary. Not yeah. scary. Yeah, like it's safe. He's safe. Now, do you cater your set depending on where, like, what part of the country you're going to? You know, at a time I did, but you know, a lot of these gigs, I'm there because Ron is bringing me. Mm. You know, the club didn't hire me, and they're not going to rehire. You know, I'm there by the grace of Ron, so it really creates a freedom to where it's like, oh, I can kind of do whatever I want right now. That's <laughs> I don't cool. That's pretty cool. You know, if I want to go short, I can go short. If I want to go long, I can go long. If I want to try something new, you know, the the worst thing that's going to happen is my friend's going to laugh at me and <laughs> make fun of me for the rest of the night. But you get to night. try it out. That's pretty awesome yeah. in front of like a big audience. Yeah, yeah. And so it is like very – it's been very like creatively freeing to, you know. So now I don't. Now I just – when I go out, I'm like this is what – what I'm going to do and, and what I'm planning on. And, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been so nice. Oh, that's cool. Nice. You, um, because Ron just started a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Have you been on it yet? I did. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> you know, I had, when I was a kid, I was a bit of what you might refer to as a shitbag. Uh, no. <laughs> I was. I, I, you know, I had some, you know, I dabbled in drugs a little bit. And uh, so Ron's big thing, his podcast is all about getting better. It's mm. called Getting Better. And so he was like, I want you to tell the story of, of your childhood and when you were a, a shitbag. And so I was like, okay. And my mom knows none of these stories. Oh. I managed to not get caught yeah. all my childhood. But I'm like, you know, my mom doesn't – she doesn't even know what YouTube is. How is she going to find a podcast? Oh. Her friend found it. Oh, no. And so the other day I had lunch with my mom and as soon as I sit down, she goes – so I heard you on a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. And I knew immediately. I was like, well, it's certainly not the Vision Board <laughs> podcast. It's probably the awful one. Oh, God. And so we just had to have this intense conversation. That, oh, no. Where she's like, was it my fault? You know, which was always my fear. Oh, of her. God. And it was just, I mean, it ended up being okay. And actually now that, you know, because it was like a 20-year secret that yeah. I, like, it feels like a weight was lifted off my chest, but I was just like, I wrote Ron, and I was like, um, so my mom heard the podcast, and he just wrote back, did you tell her to hit the like and subscribe button? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Ron. Make sure to do That's, that, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is my fear of my parents. They've never listened, and they promise that they won't, but I'm afraid somebody will tell them. But we don't say anything that terrible. No. But it's like also really us and I don't know. There's a separation sometimes. Well, my mom was so funny. She's like, well, I just think maybe those aren't things you talk about early on in your career. And I was like, mom, I've been doing comedy for 14 years. Yeah, this is not early. <laughs> early. If anything, I need to like try. I need to be swinging. <laughs> and you think you know a few drug stories are going to scare away Hollywood people? Yeah, right. right. If anything, they'll be like, Psh. okay, he's one of us. Layers on that game. so gritty? He was a shitbag when he was a kid. All right, cool. You, you should write something about that. <laughs> well, you've got your show tonight helium mm-hmm. comedy club and i want to say the poster is amazing drew it myself did you actually draw that, drew that. yeah it, it That's took amazing took months um and then when i finished i was like i gotta do something with what this. medium and, did you use uh, i use on my ipad yeah um and i i do it's this call uh app called sketchbook 
and I use a round tip stylus on it. I mean, it it took a long time to do. You know, I mean, I'm I'm no pro, so it, it took oh, some time. Oh, it's wonderful. But thank you. And we'll post this. Uh, we'll post the poster along with yeah. this uh, episode. And it was so funny, you know, doing uh, Katie and Adam, who are on the show with me, drawing them. Uh, and I've done a few things with Ron. Uh, it's like after you've drawn your friends, like you start noticing things about their face that you're like, <laughs> you look at it just feels creepy now. Yeah. It's like, oh, Adam's getting that little uh, that little wrinkle by his eye that he gets when he smiles. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> want to buy him some eye cream? I, 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 I had to erase and redraw that line three times, so I remember that. <laughs> so I paint so pictures of animals. Accurate. It's the same thing. Where like one little thing is off, and you just are staring at it for hours. Like, uh-huh. All right, you want to get it perfect. Yeah, and with this, I just had to eventually because you know, as you keep drawing and stuff, or with anything creative, you just get better. And so, as you get better, you see more and more you can fix. Like, I have a whole thing. If you want to talk about perspective, like the building shapes in it. I'm, ugh. Oh, I like it. Uh, thank you, thank you. But no, I, mean, I like it. It's very Spider-Man. It it, oh, well, that's thank that, you. Well, I mean, if you would have made it different than that, it probably wouldn't have picked up the exact thing. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm a huge child. I'm going to make my – if I'm going to draw myself, I'm going to draw myself as Spider-Man. <laughs> there was there a are. debate about which superhero you would use? Uh, kind of. Um, I had another one that was uh, an old X-Men, the giant size X-Men oh, yeah, issue uh-huh. one. I have a, a parody of that that's me. But I think I might use that for like an album cover. Oh, or something. yeah. So okay. You, are you going to make your own album cover? Well, uh, what I'm going to do, the kind of the idea of tonight is I'm going to record the audio and I want to do uh, an EP that will be a digital download at the end of a comic book I've written. Nice. Gabe, and how cool. So, yeah, it's a comic book about a superhero named Gabe Dinger. <laughs> that who, is a superhero uh, name. By night is a mild-mannered comedian. <laughs> and uh, he decided to use his same name as a hero because he wants to get people to come to his comedy shows. <laughs> and he keeps getting celebrity as a hero. Like he gets – on a late night talk show, but as a hero and not as a comedian, and so it's kind of that. It's like nobody's listening That's to his comedy. Wonderful. Yeah, he just wants to be a comedian, but ends up being a hero. Wow! So that's that's. So is, it, be, is it already written? Is it all? Yeah, done? I, I have the writing, and then the the layout's done. But um, you know, when I first started doing it, it was kind of just a goof, and I was going to do like a little ten page, but. As I started writing it, I was like, "Oh man, now I got a story." And oh. so, <laughs> so the I, characters, yeah, adapt yeah. To the and story. so I'm gonna pitch it to some some indie companies and try to get it legitimately published. And is that something you'll maybe be doing in town? I mean, because Image is in town, and yeah. so Image. And like dark if anyone from Image is yeah. listening, <laughs> I want to write a comic with you. Oh my god. Uh, we but, know a lot of people. But, you know, I, I just have a really good direct market because I get to travel so much. And, mm-hmm. and then I'm not selling a CD. Like that mm-hmm. always feels so like smarmy to me. And so that way I'm <laughs> selling – I'm doing a comic signing. I'm not right. I'm not selling merchandise. Yeah. And so, so yeah, that's the – Oh, how cool. The goal is to – Do nice. you have a fav- uh, favorite comic book store? Here in Portland? I do. Cosmic Monkey Comics. All right. Is my, that the one on Hawthorne? Sandy. I know where that is. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, so my very first year in comedy, um, I had an uncle who had passed away and I found this box of comics like Spider-Man 4 through 200. Wow. Yes, Fantastic Damn. 4, like 3 through – he had sold the ones and – a lot right. of the ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> but there was still a lot. So my first year in comedy, 
uh, I was selling – instead of having a day job, I would sell three or four of these comics at a time to pay my bills for a week. And I would just do every open mic I could and um, I had some issues with things from another world that I don't want to get into because it's shady. But not from me. The guy who worked there did something shady and that oh. I was indirectly a part of. But um, So once I wasn't allowed to go there, I went to Cosmic Monkey and the owner, you know, he came up to me after he looked at my books and he was like, I want them, but I physically don't have enough cash to give you yeah. what I should. And so he, he, I was like, well, what can you give me? And he was like, I can give you, you know, 200 bucks and a hundred dollars in store credit. And I was like, nope, you were yeah. honest. I, you know, I like, and so during that phase, I was able to sell a collection and kind of rebuild another one. That's nice. So, also. so yeah, I, every time I went there, I think the second day I was here, I went to, and I went last time I was here too. I love. Oh, that's awesome! I love Cosmic Monkey. All right, and you also love comedy. I do. And tonight, and so, will you have some of your? What you don't have the? You don't have the comic out yet. I don't have the comic out yet, but I do have uh, posters. um, The poster that is online. um, Nice. It's similar to it. It's a little bit different. um, The actual posters, just to make it more. Poster like, right? But yeah, they're they're going to be uh, for sale after the show, selling um, and, and signing, signing and selling. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and all the proceeds go to help keep me in a living room in Sherman Oaks <laughs> with a patio <laughs> for a balcony. Right. Yeah, the balcony. And my roommates Fancy just balcony. trapped in their rooms. Cause, <laughs> like, uh, cause you can't come, come into my room, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can, but I'm, I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> so <laughs> all your life stuff is happening in yeah. there. <laughs> You're gonna. That's where you hang out is with me. <laughs> all right. So tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Yes. Yeah. Shows at eight o'clock tonight. And twenty uh, uh, unless I heard they were they were going pretty fast. <gasps> so, so get your tickets right now. Heliumcomedy.com. Go there and get those tickets. And but then, also don't think that means that it's too late. So yes. yeah. <laughs> just try. It's like somewhere between those two. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> just go get your tickets. Yeah, fine. just do it. Yeah. Um and then pick up a poster. Yeah, please. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, awesome. Gabe. We're so happy thank you could you guys come so in. Much. It's I so love nice coming in you. and chat with Hell you. Hell yeah. Uh do you want us to wrap it or do we want yeah. well oh. do we have something after that? Yeah, let's just let's okay. put a pin in this and then we can end it. All right, we'll <laughs> yeah. do that. All, All right, right, we'll be back in a bit with more fun employment radio. <laughs> There was Gabe Dinger right here on Fun Employment Radio. Yes, indeed. Uh, get your tickets to go see him at Helium Comedy Club. He is awesome. A talented comedian and comic book person. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Seriously, check out the artwork for the uh, for the poster. It's really great. That's pretty solid. I kind of want to. He nailed I Adam, meant to ask for uh, Adam's copies face. And I didn't think about it. I don't think he I had them in he, here, though. I don't think he's picked them up yet. Oh, he's still I going to I think he was going to pick them up, yeah. That's right, because they went to. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, get one. Because it's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Like they said about their podcast, hit that like and subscribe, uh, those buttons. Yes. Hit those ones. And those give us a follow ones. on Instagram. We yeah. post some fun stuff on there. We're just under Fun Employment Radio. Can't miss us. Yes, absolutely. And uh, tomorrow we will be back again, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yes, thank you for um, um, dealing with us being all like. Yeah. Bopping around. Uh, but we're back tomorrow <laughs> at the normal time, and we will have Adam Ferrara on the phone. Oh, very yeah, cool. Yeah, he's going to call in. He wants to talk about his uh, appearance. I think he's going on James Corden. 
He wanted to talk about that. That's the singy guy, right? Yes, okay. that is. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Yep, so Adam's going to be calling in, and we'll have a whole show for you. So thank you, everybody, like I said, for tuning in. Yes. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, and all of that. And all of the things. And go terrify some three-year-olds with some Disney movies. Yes. Or rewatch Pinocchio. I swear it's, I swear it's more messed terrify up than you yourself. remember. <laughs> yeah. Just you recounting it. Now I'm going to have a um, Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, thanks, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.